Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. An amazing charge of a hockey player, uh, manslaughter, over a a hockey uh, cut with the blade of the skate. I've never seen like this before in the history of criminal justice. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. And we are live today. At the New Jersey League of Municipalities Convention, the Republican Chairman's uh, dinner event tonight, which is where I'm doing the show from. And uh, it's good to be here. I tell you, there's a lot to chat about. And don't forget, though, the government is monitoring your social media use, which is why Nikki Haley came out a short time ago and said every person on social media should be verified by their name because of national security. So when I tell you that Nikki Haley is just another big neocon kind of a uh, Republican. She doesn't sound that much different than Kathy Hochul, in my opinion, if you ask me. So I'll share that with you in just a few moments. Uh, grab the audio for that. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli, if you'd like to weigh in today on everything we are discussing. Busy show today. You just heard from the Atlanta County Republican Chairman, Don Purdy, who talked about the fact that there are a lot more laborers, blue-collar guys who are backing Republicans now. And I think that that trend is going to continue. And I share with you in the last hour of the Wall Street Journal article how Biden, the black vote, it's hurting him big time. And that's going to hurt him. And the Latino vote, too. So all these things are terrible, terrible factors for the Democrats. They're in a bad, bad spot. But they are very good at doing things like cheating, like they did with Giuseppe Costanzo, and coming up with phantom Fugazi candidates. So they'll always try to find a way. There's no question about that. They'll always try to find a way. This is, I want to contrast for you two clips, all right? The first one is the governor of New York, Kathy Hochul. This is from yesterday. I played this on the show yesterday. And what she says about what the state of New York will do now regarding your social media use, pay attention here. This is very police state, big government, big brother. Cut number three. Also, we're very focused on the data we're collecting from surveillance efforts. What's being said on social media platforms? And we have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity and reach out to people when we see hate speech being spoken about on, on online platforms. 
our media analysis, our social media analysis unit has ramped up its monitoring of sites to catch incitement to violence, direct threats to others. And all this is in response to our desire, our strong commitment to ensure that not only do New Yorkers be safe, but they also feel safe. Because personal security is about everything for them. As I said, no one walking down the street or in a subway should feel they have to find to hide any indications of what their religious beliefs are. We expect to see people celebrating their lives, walking about freely, and that is no longer the case because people are living in fear. They have a right to do whatever they want here in the state of New York. Now, she's using this, uh, the, the, the attacks against Jewish people as the excuse here for this, but this is just Big Brother stuff. If people don't feel safe, the answer to that is cops. You get more cops, and you let the cops actually do their job. And you get a prosecutor who will actually prosecute criminals. That's how you make people feel safe. Monitoring people on social media doesn't make people feel safe, and it doesn't lead to public safety. Nobody's going to feel safer riding a subway train if there's criminals there. If uh, my Twitter posts are being monitored, that's a scam. That's a joke. You know that. I know that. This is the exact same kind of crap I talk about all the time with you. It's the excuse. But it's not just... Kathy Hochul saying stuff like this. Nikki Haley, who's running for president. I've told you, I'm not a fan of Nikki Haley. In my mind, she sounds like the old school, big government Republican, neocon, would probably get us into another war, probably get us into a situation like that. I'm not a fan. I don't like her foreign policy. And I got to really question now her domestic policy, too, because this is what she just said regarding social media use. Take a listen. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, Social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say. And it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids and it's going to help our country. I really can't stand her. I, I really, everything she just said makes me want to vomit. First of all, the government has no right to tell social media companies to turn over their algorithms. That's number one. They have no right to do that. Number two, you have absolutely a right to talk about your government anonymously. You don't need to tell the government who you are, and the government has no right to know who you are. You have the right to bash your government whenever you want without the government knowing. That's bottom line. And then the third is, again, it's the national security excuse. We got to worry about Russian bots and Chinese bots and Iranian bots. So everybody has to be verified on social media. So in other words, the government, who is targeting speech, we know they're targeting speech, will now be able to go after people and know their name and know where they are and know where they live. So you have that guy, Ricky Vaughn, great example. He's facing 60 days. He's going to prison for 60 days for making a joking meme about Hillary Clinton. Nikki Haley gets her way. You won't be able to even use a moniker like Ricky Vaughn. You'll have to register. You'll have to have a social media account. What, what on the First Amendment says you've got to register with the government? The fa- the, do you realize that if you ever read the Federalist Papers, the Federalist Papers were written by the founders of this country who all used aliases. Publius being the famous one. Publius was the alias. And they used this alias because they knew that the British government would have literally 
murdered them, would have literally given them the death penalty, hanged them in the square in Philadelphia for their writings. So they wrote the Federalist Papers anonymously. We have had so much evidence of people writing anonymously to criticize their government over the years. Nikki Haley has her way. You won't be able to do that anymore because you'll have to register with the government and the government will have to turn over the algorithm or the company will have to turn over the algorithm to the government. I want you to hear this one more time. One more time because I think this is so destructive and I, I, I just want her candidacy to end. And I don't want Trump to pick her as the VP. I want Nikki Haley to go away. I do. I want her to go away. She is exactly the problem I'm talking about. And if you think we're going to win if she's the nominee in 2024, you're not paying attention. You're not paying attention because Americans are tired of this stuff. They're tired of the weaponization. They're tired of the endless wars. If you think this, that she's our ticket to victory, you're mistaken. And you're going to wind up helping to cost us this election if you think that Nikki Haley's the answer. Donald Trump can win. Nikki Haley will lose. And don't think because she's a woman that's going to motivate people to vote for her. Women are very tough on women candidates, number one. Number two, nobody cares. On our side of the aisle, nobody cares. With independent voters and moderate voters, as they're called, or unaffiliated voters, they don't care either. What they care about are the issues. What Nikki Haley just said here is so incredibly destructive to the First Amendment, so antithetical to freedom. Take a listen. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family members going to see it. It's going to help our kids and it's going to help our country. What if I what if I don't want my what if I don't want my pastor and my family member and my kids to see it? What if I don't want them to see it? What if I want to just bash my government anonymously? What if I want to bash another person anonymously, like somebody who's, who's got a lot of power, for example? I don't, I don't want my pastor and my kids and my family knowing. I don't want civility because you know what? You know what she's talking about there is exactly the, the same thing this administration has been trying to do. Intimidate people into silence. If you get them to be afraid to say things because they know that people will wind up uh, being exposed, they'll be quiet. This is exactly what Merrick Garland's Department of Justice did when they issued that letter about school boards. When they sent that letter out, they intimidated moms and they intimidated dads to be quiet and to stop going to meetings and speaking out. So if Nikki Haley has her way, every single person out there will have to register. Now, when you go on social media as an anonymous name because you want to bash, say, mask mandates for your school, but you don't want your boss to know that you're doing it. Or you're going to go on social media to bash, to, to bash the transgender policy your kids are being exposed to. But again, you don't want your, your company to know that you're doing that because your job could be at stake. So you're going to lose your ability to speak out on issues if Nikki Haley has her way. If you've got to register on social media and everybody has to know who they are, what they say, and what they stand for. It's outrageous. It's absolutely antithetical to America. Look, I'm going to fight against tyranny, and if Republicans bring tyranny to the table, I'm going to fight against Republican tyranny, too. I'm not a party hack. If Republicans endorse tyranny, I'm going to stand up and say, absolutely no. And that's exactly what we're seeing with this. This is a disaster. You know, if, if, if Nikki Haley has her way, 
Do you know how many Trump people would have to be exposed as being Trump supporters who are on social media who, again, can't tell their friends, can't tell their family members, they're worried about getting blasted, can't tell their people that they work for. So they're out there anonymously on Facebook or Twitter or other places, and they're pushing him and they're pushing the policies. But if Nikki Haley has her way, they won't be able to do that anymore. They'll have to be quiet. You'll shut them up. And the status quo will always win because people deep down inside think they have to be good. Civility, you know what? You know what? who says uh, civility? Democrats use the word civility all the time. And you know when they use it? They use it when they are in the majority. They use it when they're in the majority and they don't want anybody in the minority criticizing them. They use the word civility. Her language in that clip is exactly what Merrick Garland said and the National School Boards Association said about why they needed to let parents know that the FBI was going to be monitoring school board meetings. Because these meetings were not being civil. Parents at these meetings were not being civil. And they needed civility. It's the same thing Kathy Hochul said. We have to monitor you on social media because people have to feel safe. And if people are saying mean things on social media, that won't make them feel safe. This is a direct assault on freedom of speech is what it is. And it's being endorsed by Democrats and Republicans. And you've got to push back on it. There is a guy facing 60 days in prison, 60 days in prison. He's going to federal prison for making a joking meme on social media. The war on speech in this country is very real. The war on conservative speech in this country is very real. Don't think for a second it's not. And to think that the potential Republican nominee, my God, Nikki Haley, could say these things shows you the problem. Shows you that there are people on both sides of the aisle who will absolutely work to silence opposition. And most of the people that will suffer from that are people like you and me. Conservatives, libertarians, true Republicans. A Michigan judge has just ruled that far-left Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson does not have the ability to keep President Trump's name off Michigan's 2024 primary ballot. That's good, but it's not. Because it just deals with the primary and the judge has not be addressed the general election question. The general election question, of course, being can you keep Trump's name off the ballot in the general election? That question has yet to be addressed. These judges who are just ruling on primaries, please don't get excited yet. Primaries are private affairs between political parties. The Republican Party is a private entity. The Democrat Party is a, is a private entity. How they choose their nominees... The government does not get involved in how they choose their nominees. There are certain things that you can't break the law around, but otherwise they're free enterprises. So when a judge comes out and says they can't keep Trump off the primary ballot, understand what that means. It just addresses the primary. The fight's not over, and they're going to keep trying and coming after him regarding the general election ballot. So keep your eyes on the ball. Trust me on this. 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. An ex-NHL hockey player was arrested uh, after an ex-NHL hockey player was killed in a skate blade collision on the ice. Police in England have arrested a man in connection to the death of a hockey player, according to multiple reports. England is friggin' nuts. I've watched this video. This definitely does not look intentional, but we'll talk about that with you as well. Live from the Republican County Chairman event at the League of Municipalities Convention in Atlantic City at Il Capriccio. We'll come back when we talk to my buddy, another county chairman, fighting the good fight in Monmouth County. He's also the county sheriff, so we'll talk to him about law enforcement as well. It's me, Rich, with you, and I want to tell you about my friends over at Cooper University Healthcare. The entire Zioli family uses Cooper 
for all of our healthcare needs, from pediatric to primary to, of course, advanced surgery, specialty surgical uh, needs like my diverticulitis surgery was in Cooper as well. And baby Reagan was born in Cooper, Cooper Hospital. So for you and your family, for all your medical needs, please don't hesitate. Get an appointment today by calling 1-800-8-COOPER or go to cooperhealth.org, cooperhealth.org. Remember, Cooper is an advanced medical care, respected throughout our region, respected throughout the world. And they are committed, compassionate, and complete. Everything from the MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper, where they are doing life-saving work on cancer care, to the Cooper Neurological Institute, where they are truly saving lives after stroke and dementia. You are absolutely in the best hands with Cooper. So please, reach out to them today. CooperHealth.org. CooperHealth.org. We'll be right back. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. You know, I always love to be live and local for you whenever I possibly can in the center of the action, and that's where we are today. In the center of the action, the biggest political event in New Jersey politics is going on right now in Atlantic City. Thousands and thousands of people in politics together for a couple days of uh, networking. And the Republican County chairs of the state are all together here for a big cocktail party, and they invited me to come do the show live from their event. And I'm very happy to have on the phone with me right now. He's actually in the room with me, but I forget to bring a, I forgot to bring a second mic. So he's on the phone. But Chairman Sean Golden, the chairman of the Monmouth County Republican Party, he's also the county sheriff, and he joins me now. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Hey, Rich. Great to be with you again. Uh, welcome, welcome to Atlantic City and the GOP Chairman's Alliance uh, party here. So all good. It's great to be here. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of energy in the room. There's a lot of people very, very excited and fired up. Uh, before we get into the political stuff, let's put on your sheriff's hat for a moment. Um, sure. Recently, the Attorney General of New Jersey, I had a laugh, sent a letter to Hyundai and Kia uh, shaming them, shaming the victims for car thefts and saying that they needed to do a better job making their cars less easy to steal. I had a laugh, right, right. Uh, Sheriff. I had a Too laugh. Too easy to steal. Too easy yeah. to steal. That's, that's, a new, that's a new one. Um, you know, listen, you, you got to attack it at the root cause, Rich. And, you know, I've been on your show talking about this. Uh, auto theft is on the rise. And in and, and large part, it's bail reform. I don't know how else to put it. You look at it logically, the statistics show that since 2017 in bail reform, year over year, auto theft has been up in, in Monmouth County and the state of New Jersey, right? And, and they, they want to claim a bit of a victory because, yeah, we curved it down from an all-time high of over 36% increase in five years, right? But because it's down a little bit this year, we're going to claim victory. Like, that's unacceptable. We're nowhere near on the decline back to the 2017 bail reform numbers. And, and uh, you know, we want, to, we want to tell our residents, oh, you have to lock your keys. You know, make sure you lock up your car on your own personal property in your own garage, right? So they, they were the problem. And now it's the automakers that are the problem has nothing to do with the fact that we just have a revolving door of justice. We see it in the inner city. You and I spoke about this with my brother being head coach of Temple Football for a number of years. And, you know, look at look at what's happened in Philadelphia. Uh, we just have a uh, microcosm right. in our area of the same thing. You know, as I think about it too, Sean, uh, in addition to the inner cities and the car thefts and everything else that we're dealing with, we're also dealing with a problem, a more pervasive problem in terms of not standing with law enforcement. And I think that a lot of cops out there, and I talk to cops all the time in Philadelphia. I mean, 
Your brother was the head coach at Temple football. You're a legend. I mean, the golden name is, is a legend. Yeah. But you know the Philly cops, I mean, their morale right now is so low. I'm telling you. First it's, of all, they're having it's recruitment broken, problems. It's broken. It's, it's, it's like that. But recruitment problems are everywhere. We're having it in the rural areas as well, in Monmouth County. I mean, we used to have a 1,000 kids take our test coming out of college. Uh, we're, we're talking about 180 last year, right? 180 from 1,000. And the state police used to have 6,000 for New Jersey. Uh, they had 1,000. So, you know, the proof is in the numbers again. But everybody wants to ignore the bail reform numbers. They want to ignore the recruitment numbers. And they want to point fingers where it's going to get us nowhere until we address the problems. And God bless the inner city uh, law enforcement officers like the Philadelphia police and, and NYPD. They're doing, their, they're doing their job in, in really circumstances that I haven't seen in 30 years in law enforcement. All right, Sean Golden, as uh, you were also, in addition to being the sheriff of Monmouth County, you're the Republican chairman. Put on your chairman's hat for me for a moment. Let's talk about some of the, uh, what I think are illegal tactics by Democrats, including what they did in South Jersey, running a uh, phantom Fugazi candidate in Giuseppe Costanzo. I mean, I think what they did was outrageous. The Democrat machine hurt Republicans in a big, big way. Uh, and, I, and I hope that there'll be some accountability. Now, you talk to your compadre, Don Purdy. They are not going to let this go. They're going to go after this, and they should, because I think what they did was outrageous, and they disenfranchised a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, running the phantom candidate, and, and it's clear as day. I mean, the proof is, is there. It's undeniable. Uh, Chairman Purdy of Atlantic County, he, he did a tremendous job. Uh, Senator Palestino won again. I mean, you know, under, under the circumstances, he had good wins in Atlantic County. He had good wins in, in Cape May and, and Salem. Like, you know, so... You know, listen, the Republicans in South Jersey are strong, uh, but we don't need the shenanigans and nonsense. You know, it's hard enough with the vote-by-mail uh, system that's out there going on and, and early voting, and I guess you can vote, you know, whenever now. It's uh, it's really become yeah. a system that is uh, unplausible if you try to really explain this and, and think it out. Um, you know, they're using it. They're gaming it. Um, we know it. You know, listen, our, the, among, the, the, the conversation here among all the chairs in this room is, you know, how do we work the same system? And I think uh, President Trump had alluded to this. Certainly Jack Chitarelli knows, um, you know, how suspect uh, vote by mail is because he woke up, you know, what he was, he was going to bed the winner and he woke up the loser. And what a different world we'd be living in New Jersey right now if Jack was our governor. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we gotta we got to start being on the ground um, you know, I'll call it ballot harvesting. Not a great word. We as Republicans like that. You know, we hold our integrity, but you know, we got to make that system work for us. And um, you know, because it's not because it's not going to it's not going to change. So it is what it. You know, we we, we got to attack it. We got to attack it head on. So. You know what? You're you're exactly right about that, Sean. We gotta we gotta attack it head on. There's no question about that. Sean Golan's with yeah, me. Sean, Sean, let me say one thing real, real yeah. quick about that. You know, uh, during during the, the COVID uh, you know pandemic, um, if you remember, Governor Murphy ordered all, all vote by mail, right? So everybody had a vote by mail. There were no machines. And I have to tell you, our 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 performance of Republicans in the state and and our county was superb. So we can do it. You know, we, we, we have the capability as Republicans to do it. Um, you know, we just got to change our mindset and, and change some of the messaging and, and try to get that done. Because uh, as long as these laws are in place, as long as we have a Democratic governor and Democratic legislators, we're going to be dealing with these with, with this voting law 
we have to overcome it. We have to be smarter about it and more aggressive. Well, I agree with you, uh, Chairman. I, I think that it's a mindset we have to get over because this is not going away. Drop boxes, early voting, mail-in voting, it's not going away. And unfortunately, look, I'm guilty of this. I voted at 7.45 p.m. on Election Day. I was driving home yeah. to work, yeah. and uh, I was tempted to just call it a night and go see the kids, and I remembered I had to go vote. But we we have to do what the and, Democrats and, are doing, and that's an example, that's an example what's going. Uh, that's the example of what's going on with our Republicans around the state. My family members are just as guilty. They, they want to vote on Election Day. And... I got to tell you, like you said, you know, we're hardworking people that go to work every day, including those Tuesdays, and we really got to take advantage of those weekends. You know, I say that Democrats are voting for 14 days. We're voting for four hours between 4 4 p.m. and 8 p.m., and that's got to change. So, you know, until we change that mindset and get more aggressive about it, uh, I think we'll continue to see some of these losses. Listen, we gave back back our gains a few years ago in the state assembly. And um, this is just an example of, you know, all the chairs in this room are of the mindset. We need to make changes. We have to rearrange our party on the state level. And we have to be more aggressive. And that's why we're all here tonight, to spread that, spread that message. Well said, my friend. Listen, I'll let you get back to the networking. Always appreciate it. Sheriff and Republican uh, County Chairman Sean Golden, Monmouth County, New Jersey. Thanks, my friend. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. You bet, buddy. You bet. All right. As we continue along the show here, there's a lot to get to on the national front. We'll continue to cover the local politics. But I think exactly what the chairman just said about early voting and um, drop boxes, absentee voting, all these things have to happen. we got to do it. If we don't do it, we're going to lose. The Democrats are going to win. It's just the bottom line. Again, I always tell you, I live in the real world. I don't live in a Fugazi world. I live in the real world. The real world that I live in is we have to embrace these things if we want to win, period. Otherwise, we will lose, and that is something we can't have happen. Uh, in fact, next to me is my friend Mike Gadamore. Just got elected to the New Jersey State Assembly. He is how old are you, Mike? You are how, – how old are you? How old? 39 years old, new Republican state legislator from North Jersey. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. All right, well, listen, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, I want to tell you about NJ Diet because they're going to help you lose weight. Want real weight loss, 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days' time. That's right, with NJ Diet. Now, here's how this works. NJ Diet is all natural. No shots, no hormones, no prepackaged foods, and none of that nonsense. Just real weight loss designed for you and your body. And you know the reason why it works? It works because you're not wasting time with all the other nonsense that is for somebody else's body. That's not your body. Your biochemistry is unique. That's why NJ Diet uses DNA samples, hair samples, saliva samples to customize solutions and supplements for you. And that's why it works. You lose the weight, contractually guaranteed, 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. You keep the weight off and then you feel better. So just in time for the holidays when everybody's bulking up and gaining weight and everybody's trying to hide it under ugly Christmas sweaters, you will be looking and feeling your absolute best. Guarantee. There are locations close by in King of Prussia, Newark, Delaware, and Cherry Hill, New Jersey, or live online anytime at njdiet.com. Just reach out to them today, 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET, or njdiet.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the Odyssey app. We are live here at uh, the Republican County Chairman's event in Atlantic City, New Jersey. 
And it's a lot of fun. The room is packed. Hundreds of people here. You are right in the center of the action. We have elected officials here and uh, county chairs. We're all talking about the future, how we can win, how we can win. That's the key. So, yeah, listen, I'll tell you what. Uh, it's great to be here. 855-839-1210 and uh, on Twitter, at Rich Zioli, if you would like to weigh in today and everything we were talking about. Chairman James Comer came out and spoke about Hunter Biden, the investigation, everything that's going on with the Bidens. It's a little bit long, but I'll tell you what, um, it's worth hearing. So let's take a listen to that. I think you owe it to the American people to explain why you've gone on Fox News and told people that while the president was out of office, he, he had a loan with his brother, and in a way they were evading taxes. It has come out in the public that you also do business with your brother with potential loans. And so since you have framed that and manipulated that with the American people, that Joe Biden did something wrong when he wasn't in office, I just would like to know if you would like to use some of my time. I would love. I would love it. Okay. You retweeted that story. Completely false. I've never loaned my brother one penny. My father, who was a dentist, had some farmland. He died, and my brother couldn't afford. He wanted to sell it, but he wanted to keep it in the family. So I bought it from my brother. You can come to Monroe County and look at all the land that is titled. I'm going to kill that cut since he's cursing a lot in it. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Did you kill it officially? Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you know, Matt, Matt DeSantis, typically producers would screen the clips ahead of time, and then they would play it on the air. But not you. You have a well, different way of doing things, don't well, you? Well, I just was... figured since I'm here right now, he figured I would catch it. All right, I'll blame you, Jim. Of you, course. I'll blame blame me for gotta, everything. But you got to lower your volume because you're so loud in my ears right now. Why oh, are you so loud? Is that any better? That's much better. Oh, Thank okay. you. 
Sorry. The Santas has a girl, like a little girl, like a uh, voice, a prepubescent sort of. So right. you have to balance that when you speak. I got that South Philly type accent. You got, going, yeah, you, so. you're you're loud and obnoxious, Jim. Of that's course I am. Loud and obnoxious. You know, Jim, you didn't go to Harvard like an elitist. No, you were not the mascot just, at Harvard. I'm not I mentioning just, names. I just took I some night. Yeah, I just took some night classes at at Cabrini College in in communications. I have no idea what I'm doing here. Jim Kelly is filling in for Henry today, and uh, Henry is filling in for Big Dan on Dom's show. And we don't have a big bench of uh, good producers, so there's like. <laughs> five of you guys and they yeah. have to rotate we share them like uh, cheap whores now the thing about it though and i'll just a little inside baseball for a moment since the here at this event and the republican county chairs are all talking when you have an executive producer the executive producer is supposed to be it's your robin to your batman and that person is supposed to be by your side no matter what through thick or thin always and you and you and only you because they are your loyal sidekick they are your man, your consigliere. They are the top guy. The, this is the Tom Hagen to Vito Corleone. And you don't go outside the family. You never go outside the family. But you see, Except you if to... you're Matt DeSantis and then you wind up going on the morning show <laughs> and filling in as the executive producer on the morning show, which is literally going outside the family. I didn't have a choice. Greg told me. Which earns you the nickname Matt DeSantis Traitorous, which you will now have for life. But you know what, though? You have to understand, but... I hope you don't think me as bad a board op as you thought Santino Bay and Don. Rest in peace. But. <laughs> no, it's a wartime conciliary. You know what I mean? Kale's got Greg Stocker. I got this guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew when you started that sentence it wasn't going to end complimentary. So <laughs> I, I figured it was going down a dark path. Anyway, but, but I, I, just, I, just, I just don't know what to do. Godfather. I'll tell you My one voice thing. is going. I'll tell you, one thing that I know that's happening right now is that they, they are all celebrating the death of Orsted, the windmills. I can hear them all talking about that right now. If you can hear the applause in the background, that is over. They are cheering on the death and destruction of the Orsted wind turbine project. And there's a lot of very, very happy people in the room. A lot of people that worked very hard on that deliberately are in this room right now. And, I mean, really, they worked hard to kill that project. So this is kind of a big victory lap for that, which, again, even though I'm here and it's a Republican event, think of all the times you were at the Grand Hotel in Cape May together and people came up, the Guardians of the Shore, Guardians of the, of the Whales, and they were fighting against these wind turbines. This was a grassroots effort. Uh, Mike Donahue, who I'm going to talk to in a little bit, Michael Donahue was the chairman of the Cape May Republican Party. He's also, he was a special counsel for Cape May fighting Orsted, fighting the wind people. And Vince Palestina, who's a state senator, is here. He was fighting the wind people, too. My buddy Ed Durr, who lost re-election, unfortunately, but he fought the good fight. Mike Testa, all these guys fought the good fight. And they won. And they beat Orsted. And the wind project is dead. At least on this part of the Jersey Shore, it's dead. Now, the next fight is the Atlantic Shores wind turbine project that they're working on building. But look at green energy in general. Look around the country right now. Look at what Democrats are trying to do. And this is purely for political purposes. Remember I mentioned earlier in the show today there's a shadow campaign that's being run by King Philip the Unaccountable, his royal rugness, Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, Gavin Newsom. They're all waiting for the chance to run for president. Now, there's no way the Democrats are going to let this primary be open, no chance whatsoever. But imagine for a second uh, that it was an open primary. Imagine now you have Murphy 
Newsom and, uh, and Whitmer, all in New Hampshire, campaigning for Democrats. And they would all try to out-tyrant each other. Murphy be up there going, ha, ha, New Jersey, listen, New Jersey, I, I went, I tried a thousand windmills, ha, 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 with that rug stapled to his head. Newsom all slick with that beautiful quaff of hair. Gretchen Whitmer, they'd all be trying to out-tyrant each other, tyrant each other. They'd all be, you know, Whitman would talk about how she shut down her own kids. Newsom would say, well, I, I want up you. I shut down freaking Hollywood. I killed Hollywood, B, and he dropped the microphone. Oh, yeah? Well, I murdered Mickey Mouse, yo. I mean, they would have an out-tyrannical nutbag contest. It's like your mama jokes. It'd be like, yo, tyranny jokes. Like, my tyranny was so bad. You know, it'd be like, your tyranny was so weak, you let movies be shown. I killed Hollywood. What's up? And then they drop the microphone. Boom. That's what I'm talking about. So that's the, uh, that's the thing. This, this wind turbine project was always going to be an, a disaster. But for Murphy, politically, he had to do it if he wants to run for president because he can't let Newsom outflank him on the left with all this. That's where we are. That's why this was such a big, devastating political loss for him. I mean, it was huge. You can't even believe me when I tell you. You can't even anticipate that. But it was a big win. Hey, get that glass off my table. Hang on a second here. One second. I got to... Oh. Uh, Chairman Sean Golden's back, and I love how John Cantalupo on my broadcast table just put down his empty glass like a gavone. Good to see. I'm, I'm posing for a picture here with the chairman, Sean Golden, who you just heard. Monmouth County Chairman, Sheriff, thank you, buddy. Thanks for your time. Uh, these people worked really hard in killing these windmills. And this is a big celebration, really, of the, of the, of the death of the windmills and the, sa- the, the life-saving efforts by conservatives to save whales and dolphins. I mean, think about that, where we are right now. Just think about that, that the conservatives had to save the whales and dolphins, the party of the whales and the dolphins, conservative Republicans. Imagine, whoever would have predicted it. But it's not over. You know, yesterday I shared with you on the show how Vladimir Putin is making a ton of cash selling liquid natural gas. Why don't we have a big natural gas export facility outside of Philadelphia? You know, the truth of the matter is that Josh Shapiro ran as being a friend to fracking, a friend to natural gas. He's a liar. He doesn't support the industry. Josh Shapiro, the governor, now, because he has his eyes on the White House, wants to destroy the fracking industry. This is the difference between Democrats who run on the local level and the national level. You run as a Democrat for Pennsylvania, you got to be on the side of fracking. you got to be on the side of the working men and women who work in the industry. And you see the value in it. Imagine a Philadelphia liquid natural gas export facility. Thousands of good-paying jobs. We could sell our natural gas that we get right here in PA. We could sell it. How about 5 o'clock, Mike? 5 o'clock, all right? We could sell it around the world. Instead, Vladimir Putin's making money. We're fighting this fake war in Ukraine. We're paying for it because of Joe Biden's corruption. Putin is still making money. In fact, Putin's probably making more money right now because of the war in Ukraine. And all these European Union countries who are apparently so worried that if we don't, like Nikki Haley says, stop him now, he'll be the next Hitler. Well, these European countries are not that worried about that because they're buying his liquid natural gas at record levels. So when I hear, I hear these neocons like Nikki Haley go on and on about how if we don't stop Putin now, he's going to conquer Poland next. It'll be 1933 all over again. Uh, I, I have to laugh. You think Europe's that worried about this? Is that, is that why France... France was literally conquered by the Nazis, where literally they had Nazi swastikas and flags throughout Paris. The Nazis occupied Paris. 
Good story about that. I'll just find it off on a side note for a moment. Since you know I'm a wine guy and I'm about to have my first glass. There was a book written years ago called The Billionaire's Vinegar. It's about Thomas Jefferson's wine. Jefferson, as you know, in addition to being the Secretary of State and the President of the United States and the, uh, the author behind the Declaration of Independence, was also the ambassador to France. And he loved wine. It's all he drank. He would not drink anything else. He didn't, he didn't like whiskey. In fact, he thought whiskey was a scourge on America. He talked about it. He wrote about it a lot. And he loved wine. And he would, he would bring wine home from France. In fact, Jefferson died in debt because of his love of wine. And he would, have, he would drink a bottle of wine a day, sometimes two. And I think about that because he's my political hero and philosopher. And uh, I think, as John F. Kennedy once said, he had a room full of, I think there were like maybe 10, 12 very esteemed authors and, and philosophers in the room. And he said, there has not been this much brain power in this room, the Oval Office, combined since Thomas Jefferson was here alone. But anyway, Jefferson loved wine so much, and uh, there was this bottle of wine that was found in a cellar in Paris back in the 1980s. So in the 1980s, they started to do all these renovations of these old buildings in Paris, and they found this hermetically sealed wine cellar. When the Nazis came into Paris, they wound up covering up their wine cellars, taking down their paintings, hiding them, and uh, this, this one house... They sealed in their wine cellar, and it was perfectly hermetically sealed because of the way they did the concrete over it. And the only reason they found it was because they had to dig through. They thought it was the foundation. Dig through, the roof opens up, the ceiling opens up, and there's this massive wine cellar. They find wine in there that they believe belongs to Thomas Jefferson while he was either Secretary of State or Ambassador to France. So anyway, uh, the wine goes to auction. The story of what happens with that wine is a great tale. But the bottom line is this. The French, for all we can say about them, the surrender party and whatnot, the, the French know firsthand what Nazi occupation was like. And the Nazis would come in and steal their wine. They were supposed to destroy it because Hitler didn't drink. You know, Adolf Hitler didn't drink, so he had, they had to destroy all the wine. Of course, he never did that. They would just drink it all themselves. But Nazi, the, the, the French understand. If they really thought that Vladimir Putin was the next Hitler, he was going to roll into Paris roll down the, uh, the Trump-Sayalese, the Triumph, whatever the hell it is, uh, and put the Nazi flags everywhere, or in this case, the, uh, the Russian flags, why would they buy his natural gas? Why would they do that? How stupid would they have to be to do that? But you see, that's the thing. This is not a real problem for Europe. If it was a real problem for Europe, Europe has the resources. Europe can mobilize. Europe can mobilize tomorrow and stop it. We're a NATO member. If we wanted to stop it, if Europe needed us, we would join in. We'd join in the fight. We would do that. But we, we keep hearing this excuse. And so to bring it back to Pennsylvania for a moment, as we're here with the Republicans in New Jersey celebrating the death of the windmills, and even though they were not successful on Election Day, that's a big win for them. I just keep thinking about this dichotomy that exists between Democrats at the local level and Democrats at the national level. Josh Shapiro ran for governor as a guy who was going to be a friend of the fracking industry. But 95 collapsed. And he was out there doing his best Southern preacher. I have commanded 95 to be rebuilt, right? 95's rebuilt. Suddenly everybody's talking about Josh Shapiro for president. Wow, this guy's so bright and smart and young and talented. And suddenly now, Josh Shapiro has walked back his stance on school choice. He has been wavering on guns. And he has been wavering on his support for liquid natural gas. 
Because otherwise, build a gigantic liquid natural gas export station, hold a big press conference, and announce that you, as governor of Pennsylvania, you're going to single-handedly battle Vladimir Putin. It's not your job to do as governor, but you have the resources. Pennsylvania has the resources. The hardworking men and women of Pennsylvania who have the resources because of fracking, we can defeat Vladimir Putin by selling our liquid natural gas. And I, Josh Shapiro... As governor, I'm going to make sure this happens and we don't give Vladimir Putin another penny. I mean, think about it. In a normal world, that would be brilliant political strategy. In fact, for what I just said, Josh Shapiro's campaign should pay me a million dollars. That's that good. That's how good that political strategy would be in a normal world. But this Democrat Party is not living in a normal world. This Democrat Party is living in a world where if you stand up and you say those things, you're done. You just backed natural gas. You just backed a fossil fuel. Anything short of wind or solar or hydro, you're out. You're done. You can't, you can't be the presidential nominee. In fact, you got to go a step further. You want the party's nomination? You have to show how many whales and dolphins you killed. Like, Murphy should go to the debate. If he does wind up running for president, he should go. You know how, like, gang, like, gang members in prison have the tears... For every member they killed at a gang, Matt DeSantis, you know what I'm talking about? Where they'll have like tattoo stripes for every person they killed. And it's like a, a bragging thing. Murphy should do a tear tattoo for every whale and dolphin he killed in New Hampshire. To show off, like to show his street, his street cred. I don't know if he has enough space on his face. You're right. He might wind up having one of those hideous face tattoos. But it, it'll match the rug on his head and those hideous teeth. New Jersey, look at me, New Jersey. I had a tattoo my entire face. I killed so many whales and dolphins, my whole face is a giant teardrop. New Jersey. I still think it'd be a big improvement, Matt DeSantis. That's I mean, what I'm saying. This street cred would go through the roof. Because other than uh, you and me, like, I guess the listeners as well, um, people would just assume, oh, he must have killed people. I, like Gangs, I think, would fear him. He'd be like the most dangerous yeah. man on the planet. So that's an idea for them. Again, I'm just trying to help, you know. <laughs> so, so in addition to being for these things, you got to prove your street cred by how many wind turbines you built, how many whales and dolphins you killed. Otherwise, you have no street cred, yo, and the Democrat Party won't accept you because you didn't actually kill any whales and dolphins. This is what I mean about the Democrat Party losing its friggin' mind. Josh Shapiro could be a hero in all this. I know it, it rhymes, but he could be if he wanted to be, but he wants to run for president. And much like how New Jersey Democrats actually knew the wind turbine problem project was politically problematic for them early on, and which is why they changed their tune towards the end of the election. The only thing that saved them in the end was they all changed their tune. They all turned around and said, well, you know, now that we look at it, we think that maybe we made a mistake on this project. Maybe we should walk it back. It saved them in November. That and the early voting and the cheating and the Fugazi candidates. But you see, if you have your eyes in the White House, you don't care about your own state. You don't care about what's good for your workers. You don't care about what's good for your people. You only care about what's good for you politically. And the National Democrat Party is freaking nuts. And that's your audience. That's who you have to win. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli, if you'd like to weigh in. I'll tell you something. Being in Cape May is always fun. But... As much as I, I should say being in Atlantic County is always fun. Atlantic City is a blast. My, my heart, my heart is in Cape May. 
Even right now, my heart is in Cape May. And I have the Cape May County Republican chairman joining me in a few moments, Michael Donahue, one of the hosts of the event today, the man who single-handedly saved the whales and dolphins. Single-handedly, like, like, uh, like Aquaman. But Cape May is, of course, my happy place. And the Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey, is where I love to stay. And they have an incredible special for you and your family, 15% off midweek stays when you use my name, Zioli, when you book your room. You can either call them or go direct at grandhotelcapemay.com. 15% off your midweek stay. And if you don't want to cook next week, I get it. They have an amazing, lavish Thanksgiving buffet. They are preparing on the fifth floor ballroom, the exact same place where we do our live show. And mark your calendars. The next live show is December 15th at the Grand Hotel. It's my happy place for so many reasons. Kids driving you crazy over the holidays? Get away. They have a big indoor heated pool, game room. Hemingway's Restaurant right on site, great food, great drinks, and that's why Chef David Mills and the entire team is going to prepare a Thanksgiving feast you'll never forget. GrandHotelKMay.com, GrandHotelKMay.com. Remember, use my name, Zioli, when you make your reservation. Always book direct with them for the best rates. My happy place, GrandHotelKMay.com. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.